0: It's time for Talkin' Tauntauns! Your Star Wars source at AIPTComics.com Hello and welcome back to another episode of Talkin' Tauntauns. I am Jim Lehane, and with me as always is Nicole Herview. Hello there. How are you doing, Nicole? I'm okay. How are you doing, Jim? Ah, another day, another dollar? Mm. Um, The
1: question mark is correct.
0: Yeah, I I I don't know. Um, yeah, it's been a long week. Yeah, having two jobs, and having the child now on summer vacation, and trying to do work on the house, I'm tired.
1: Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds correct.
0: Yeah, her summer vacation starts, mind ends. (laughs) Mm, mm, mm. Fair enough. So, we decided to watch I'm pretty sure about 47 hours worth of content for this episode. <laughs> yeah. I think so. We um t- today we 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 caught up on the last 3 episodes of the Light and Magic documentary, which one were fantastic, but two felt like they were going on forever. Yes. Like, this needs to be almost over. How is there 20 minutes still in this episode? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, let's introduce
1: more people in their entire life story. Okay. Like, the 27th life story I've heard.
0: Yeah. So, that's why I watched, I, I forgot how long they were um, mentally. And so, I watched two of them last night and I'm like, oh, this was a bad idea.
1: <laughs> I watched all three in one shot. I, so I was off last week. I took off the entire, like, last week, because I was just, I needed a minute. I just needed a minute. Um, so I spent, like, it felt like an entire day just doing that, just watching yeah. the back three episodes of this series. Um, I read two whole books in two whole days. That was easier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Um, That's I, yeah,
0: yeah, I started my new book. Um, oh, yeah? Oh, the yeah. really long one? The really long one, yeah. Mm. Uh, in rem- Remembrance of Lost Time, mm. everything I saw about it said it's a really long book, and I looked it up, and it is literally one of the longest books ever written. Um mm-hmm. It is, it, it, it's like four times longer than War and Peace.
1: Mm. No, thank you.
0: And, like, the version I have is dense. It's mm. like, and he doesn't use paragraphs, so it's like one par- like one paragraph is like a page.
1: No, Mm-mm. Oh no, my. you lost oh. me.
0: This is a lot of text.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm lost. I'm out. I'm out. Thank you. Is it good though? Like, is yeah. it entertaining? Okay. I,
0: it's I. It's taking me a little bit to get into it. We'll see. The writing mm. style is not to my liking. I don't like mm. overly long sentences. Is what yes. he does. Because mm. I lose focus by the end of the sentence.
1: I'm like, what are we talking about again?
0: Yeah, 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 and so it's uh, I other authors who have done the same thing, I don't it's not my particular favorite, and so no. we'll see if I can get into it, but uh no, I'm gonna finish it I've it's on my list, I have to, mm. but it's um may take me a little while to get into it.
1: yeah,
0: I feel that I feel that so but uh we got some Star Wars news. We did have some Star Wars news. Your will freeze before you reach the first marker. Then I'll see you in hell. Hello, what have we here? So, on the day we recorded, uh right after we finished recording, Star Wars dropped a trailer for a new Star Wars game that's coming yeah. out called Star Wars Outlaws.
1: I am so excited about this
0: game. Like the the trailer the looks, looks so good. Yeah, the trailer looks amazing. Um, so their little, their little clip on their drop was meet cunning scoundrel K-Vess in Star Wars Outlaw, the first ever open world Star Wars game, Mm -hmm. which I have, I questioned that comment.
1: No, it is. This is, this is definitely a, a, a much bigger game than everything they've done in the past is linear. There's a story. This is, I think on this level, as far as I know, this is, this is gigantic. This game is going to be huge.
0: Okay, because um, Galaxies, I thought, was open world. I don't know
1: anything about Galaxies, I'll be honest with you.
0: Yeah, because de- Galaxies was definitely like a, um, I don't know, like an MMO thing, I think. Well, MMO and
1: open world are different things.
0: Okay. I don't I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, so Star Wars yeah. is a massively multiplayer online role-playing game. A yeah. m- m- book, What now? A Morgapook.
1: M- oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know anything about it, but if it's an MM, from what I understand, an MMO and an open world game are two very different things. Okay. That That's my perspective on it, because open world is like single player. Like, there is a story, but like, there's a billion other things that you can be doing. Like, this okay. is not a platformer, right? Like, yeah. So this is that, and then so they released the trailer, and then I think a couple days later they released the ten minute gameplay trailer.
0: And oh, did they? I hadn't that seen that. That sold
1: one. me. Oh yeah. Now this is this is what happens. Is I'm not usually I don't get alerts on anything, but my boyfriend does, and then he sends me stuff. And he's like, oh my god, he's so excited about this game. He's got me excited about this game, um, and he sent me the gameplay trailer. And I was like, how is this 10 minutes? It felt like 30 seconds. Like it it looks so much fun and it looks so cool. And yeah, there's, there's a lot of interesting mechanics going on and yeah, I'm sold. I wasn't completely sold from the trailer, from like the, the regular, like initial trailer. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, uh, this sold me. I was like, okay. I I had hopes from the trailer, and then I was like, got me over the edge. The gameplay got me over the edge. It looks so fun. It looks so good. So... it For what it is, listen, it's a 10-minute gameplay trailer. You're not going to get a full idea of how polished it, it is. And an open-world game has to be, like I said, gigantic. So, who knows? But it, what they showed us, of course, looks very good, very polished, very very fun, very entertaining.
0: So, we'll see. Yeah, the um so the the gameplay trailer. Um mm-hmm. I know like trailers of video games are always I feel misleading mm-hmm. because they make a trailer that really has nothing to do like it's it kind of sets you up for it's the a story, story trailer. but it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't really give you like the feeling of the game itself. How mm-hmm. I since I didn't see the gameplay trailer, how does the trailer graphics kind of feel compared to the gameplay
1: yeah cut there's cut scenes in the gameplay trailer and the cut scenes look just like the trailer like that they look good um obviously the actual gameplay graphics are not going to be as like it's not a completely seamless transition but it's close um it looks good it it, from what i saw it looks really good so
0: good that's a it looks it looks good like the, the trailer looks amazing um The one thing I'm really excited about is that there's a woman in the lead. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's going to be really, yeah. And she's dope. She is so interesting. Like, she's so fun. I feel like she's going to be so engaging to play. And um, I also like that she's not a force user. Like, we Mm -hmm. have, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's we got a woman in the lead who is not a force user.
0: It's like a regular person.
1: your average just scoundrel like character. I'm very excited. Like a she's basically a rogue. And I am so excited about a it. A scoundrel. A yeah. scoundrel. Yeah. She's 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 definitely in deep with some crimes. <laughs> she's done crimes. Basically <laughs> it feels like the whole game is do crimes. And I'm like, okay. Sounds fun
0: so yeah see i i was I was super excited about that because like I think my huge criticism of fallen order
1: mm-hmm.
0: was that the first thing we see of it is that it's led by a white guy, hmm and we've had so many of those, and like yeah. I, like just like i like yes, regardless of what the story content is, like mm-hmm. it's a galaxy, literally a galaxy full of every shape and size. Color creed, anything you have, and you have another game starring a white guy, yeah, and yeah. It, like that that always annoyed me um about that game, and so this one I'm super excited, although then I open up Twitter and literally yeah, the yeah. second comment I see is, are there any men left in the universe? Yeah, if you've watched any other star Wars yeah, <laughs> like-
1: <laughs> yeah i i I can't stand it. Like, listen, you are not, believe it or not, the center of the universe. Like, whatever. Don't get me started, Jim. You said it well. I'm not gonna that kind of yell.
0: And this is coming from a white guy. Like, like Mm -hmm. I've, like I legit like, if I never see a white guy on screen again, I will be happy. Like, it's I just I don't I don't need it anymore. And um, Mm. there are countless other people. Uh Who don't look like me, who want to see themselves seen, and I would wholeheartedly support that,
1: yeah, and that's because you have a head on your shoulders and a good conscience
0: <sighs> or something
1: mm-hmm. or something or empathy
0: uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just uh i'm i am i I'm one of those uh liberals that uh <laughs> doesn't know any better. You're a liberal who's subscribing to the woke agenda. The woke agenda. Uh, woke, something. The woke virus. That's it. The woke mm. virus. I got the woke virus.
1: I'm going to throw myself out a window. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> like using these terms. I'm done. <laughs> good night. Um, no, it, it will be good. It'll be good to have a different perspective on a story. Again, there, it doesn't seem to be force centered, which is I am like, cool. Great. We have a lot of that. Let's do something different. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks really good. So, yeah.
0: So, our next piece of news.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, if you want to talk about the woke agenda, we got another piece of news.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's I wasn't even going to bring that up yet. That that was, uh, do you want to, we can go on to that one. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. All right. Um, Abigail Thorne has been reported. Um, I don't know if this is an official reporting, but Mm. it's by The Direct, which I don't know if. uh, I don't know. um, how valid they are i haven't heard of them before uh but the abigail thorne will be the first transgender um actor to portray a non-minor role in a star wars screen media yeah
1: great so basically it sounds like she's going to be a main character
0: cool it, it's weird weird wording non-minor is, role
1: which it's, just indicates that they've had trans people in like bit parts
0: but they also don't say it's a major role. No. So that's why I'm wondering if the the wording of it is it just um she will be kind of those middle tier characters yeah, like
1: I think so. I think she'll be recurring, but not like the person we focus on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Probably that'd be my guess. That that sounds about based right. on
1: just the wording and nothing else. And also the fact that this is for the accolade, right? We haven't yeah, the accolade. seen her in anything. You know what I mean like any of the set photos any of the any you know what I mean like that's my guess but again I don't I don't know but we shall see. And yeah, people uh, are mad as hell. Oh
0: I I literally just saw this as I was collecting news items this morning. Yeah. Um uh our our frequent contributor Nick Nathleodes wrote it up for AIPT and that's kind of what I'm reading right now is his mm-hmm. uh, his write up mm-hmm. on it. Um mm-hmm. he's he wrote that uh, according to Thorne's agency, her character is named Ensign Yuris. Okay. And so that's assumed to be part of the obviously Galactic Republic um, mm-hmm. military since we are pre-empire.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and so that's uh, I I do not know any backlash I could assume, and I. Oh yeah. Um, I don't
1: know if, how loud it is. I just know that there is there is some, because people are dumb. Uh, yeah, no, good for. Listen, good for her. I hope it's a great role, and I hope we see a lot of her.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I'm excited. Yeah. Like, like I say, Mokevirus. <laughs> <laughs> um. Our last piece of news is also something I did not hear about before. Uh, we are gonna get a the return of Disney Gallery with yes. the Mandalorian. Uh, the making of season three, which will great. come out june 28th so that is this In a few days. uh this wednesday so probably yeah. the day after this uh, episode gets released depending on mm-hmm. how much I, time i have <laughs>
1: Mhm, mm-hmm.
0: so i wonder if we're just going to get a one episode i assume it's just going to be a one episode look at the season three kind of like we got i think we got one episode on season two
1: yeah i never watched it i should watch that um yeah i always i always love the gallery i think they're they're really fun
0: they're interesting. The first season, they did such a good job on the first season that I think mm-hmm. they like struggled on the next two because they're like, we already said everything about like yeah. the, the volume. We talked about the
1: volume enough.
0: So but yeah, that's uh that's all the news I got.
1: Nice. And speaking of the volume, speaking that of got
0: a the nice volume little nod. Yes. So let's move on to our main topic of comp- uh, competition discussion. Conversation. Conversation. There we go. Um, I know all the words just not in the right um, context.
1: Well, that's it's a good thing that my job is words and context.
0: There you go. You can fix me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can only do so much. Jim.
0: <laughs> I know it's a large order. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's a tall order. Right. It's a larger deal, and it's a, it's a challenging endeavor. Yes,
0: all those things.
1: All of them. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So we are going to st- discuss the back half of light and magic, which we discussed in January, actually. So, uh, mm. but part two of a uh, um, an ongoing series of out of two. Of two, yeah. What is this menagerie of imagination? Uh, Episode four, I think I found my people. Episode five, morphing. And episode six, episode six, I'm good with words today. Mm, You're doing Uh, great. Yeah, no more pretending you're dinosaurs. And we know what that one was about. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm just thinking about the the, the footage they have of poor animator falling, breaking his wrist. (laughs) <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at that. I was like, oh, you ever pretended to be done silliness, just absolute silliness <laughs> I
0: don't remember that
1: part that's why it's called no more pretending uh, to be yeah dinosaurs. I think
0: uh, but I think i was like I said I was struggling last night i yeah, may fair have enough. i may have uh
1: it was very very it should it shouldn't be funny, but yeah, so when they were they were trying to map out the like animation for the gallimimus the gallimimus yes in Jurassic Park and they were all like running that like all the animators were like okay let's film ourselves just like running as if we are gallimimus and we'll like animate that later um basically be the thing that you're trying to animate And one of the animators is supposed to be the Gallimimus that, like, hops up on the log and, like, looks behind them at, like, the T-Rex or whatever. And he tries to do that, and he slips. Like, they're doing it on a playground. he slips, and he breaks his either his full arm or his wrist of his drawing arm. And then they're like, okay no more <laughs> like you're not allowed to do that anymore no more pretending you're dinosaurs
0: oh that's like where the i title need to go back from. and find that now i it, it must It's like... actually
1: like they show it like he falls and it's like oh he fell right on his <laughs> drawing arm and it's like oh that sucks but i just i'm sorry i laughed
0: but i did <laughs> oh so I, I do want to make a quick uh comment about yes. these basically the show in general mm-hmm. so Light and Magic covers from 1974, 1975 Uh maybe with the the building up of ILM, probably a little bit before that with everything that uh, Lucas was doing before that, but mostly like 74, 75. And it goes through Jurassic Park. And Uh episode six, probably the first 40 minutes covers up through Jurassic Park, but you still have 20 minutes left in the episode. Jurassic Park was 93. So you're looking about Mm -hmm. 20 years in these first six and two-thirds episodes, or five and two-thirds episodes. In the last one-third, 20 minutes, we cover everything from 1993 up until The Mandalorian. Yep. I was wondering... They were like... "Mm -hmm." Yeah, I'm I'm like, is there going to be a season two? No, apparently they're just going to cram the next... 25 years <laughs> into 20 minutes. I'll
1: tell you why I think that's the case, right? If they did full episodes on those 20 years, it's just unfortunately people working on computers. And that's it. And that is not as good a story and as entertaining and engaging as the model shop and the practical effects. And they told the story. They're like, yep. And then then we moved to computers. Well, then, now yeah, we that was... do. And then they were like, and then the volume. Like, they went for, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's not much to show you visually. Not much in, like, those 20 years. Because just, yeah, the computers got better. And that's awesome. That's cool. But, like, that's probably it. And then that the volume.
0: A, well, that was a lot of the last episode with Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Which was the basically the breaking point of the practical effects, because they're yes. like, we built dinosaurs. We built dinosaurs in the computer. We put them head to head. Dinosaurs in the computer won. <laughs> like, sure did. Phil Tippett was real sad. <laughs> and you know what?
1: That it was really hard for me to watch that episode. Um, not only do I just have empathy and I love him. We talked about how much I am team Phil Tippett, like forever. I love that guy. Um, as someone whose job and entire livelihood is being threatened by AI right now, I, I got very upset watching that episode because I watched it happen to somebody. And every time that I'm like, this is bad, like this needs to, we need to stop because this is going to be very bad. People are like, oh, it's not, it's not going to get that far. Like, it, it's not going to get that far. Hello? Do I need to show you what what just happened to the guy? The guy. And like, yes, they were like, let's give him a job like supervising the like the the dinosaurs, like the computer animation of the dinosaurs. But like, what happened after that? You know what I mean? And yes, they still make models, but they make models to then friggin like scan them to go into the computer. And it's just not not to the same. It's not the same at all and we do kind of now have a lot of people yelling and like demanding more practical effects That's i think a, that you I know it's come back around right we
0: have come back around like I, I sound kind of surprised that we didn't get a lot of the on the prequels because episode mm-hmm. one at the time had the most models built of any movie mm-hmm. i think at all like mm-hmm. not even just star wars movie any movie ever and so this this documentary made it seem like we converted to computers, and that was mm-hmm. it, and that that's was the not end. yeah that that's not what happened
1: no, it's definitely about finding a balance between the two, right, and like using computers to like make the models even better, which is great, or like make them smoother or whatever you need it to be, and like i don't know, there is definitely a balance, but they really did frame it. Like I said before, I was just like, yeah, the computers do the thing now. And that's it. And they mentioned for a, a minute that it's like finding that balance. Because, I mean, if you if you think about all the interviews, right, with um, like Hayden Christensen and uh, uh, Ewan McGregor about the difference between working on Obi-Wan and the prequels. And they're like, oh, stuff's here. <laughs> you know, like we're, it's It's always cool. the tennis
0: ball. They're always acting yeah. against the tennis ball is what mm-hmm. they, they say.
1: Mm-hmm. And I feel like they went, yes, there were models and yes, all of that. But I feel like the CG and the blue screen and everything that was on the prequels, it is holy crap. That is overwhelmingly like digital. And I think it's not fun to look at, you know? When you're mm-hmm. like, oh God, it's just, it's just screens and a person and that's it. And, um, yeah i don't think that's as engaging as like oh it's a set cool um even the volume like that is interesting to look at um i don't know i don't know I but think yeah watching watching that whole thing was very 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 freaking depressing very depressing <laughs> I,
0: I, yeah i think there's was, there was a way they could have gotten one more episode out of this
1: i think so in Especially which with the pace
0: they were going at
1: like I'm like, my God, you're not exactly telling a fast paced story. Like you get, no, can give me
0: more. That's what I'm saying. Like they covered 20 years in almost six entire episodes. Yeah. And then 25 years in 20 minutes. Like you could have, mm-hmm. there's so much more to tell that I guess was not the story that they wanted to tell.
1: Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. I I think
0: they, I think, I think Lawrence Kasdan um, is the one who made the, the, the series Yes, I think he wanted to go up through Jurassic Park. That's what it felt like. He's like he wanted to do all the practical effects from Star Wars to Jurassic Park, and that was it. Yeah. Mm Mhm. And somebody said, "You know, we should say something about after Jurassic Park." And he goes, "Yeah, fine."
1: Yeah. Right. It's like, (laughs) oh, we have to. We have to plug the volume. We have
0: to. That's exactly what it felt like. It's like because they probably spent of those twenty minutes most of the time on the volume
1: yeah absolutely absolutely i loved okay there was a moment when george lucas is on the set of the mandalorian with the volume right he's in the volume and he's talking about like how cool that is and shit and he's standing there with his cup of coffee and he's clearly just like having a conversation like two three people but the entire crew Stopped. Like you could just tell everyone just stop what they were doing, and this man is not speaking to a crowd. He is not projecting. He is just having a conversation, but there's a good thirty to fifty people around him just paying attention. Like everyone, shut up. I was like that set is silent, and this man is just speaking at a normal volume, like just at a normal normal rate, as if he's having a normal conversation but he's talking to a room full of people because that's how like on edge everyone is like, every, like, like on the edge of their seat. I mean um, like everyone's just like he, a God has entered the room. And it, it, it is, it's, it, I was like, yeah, that it must be interesting. Every room you walk into stops. I wonder how that is.
0: Yeah. I don't know. And he's such a private individual yeah. mm-hmm. that I don't, I don't think he handles it well. Like no, like I think he like that's why he also becomes more of a recluse is because he doesn't like the attention.
1: No, he definitely doesn't. You can tell. He also listen. I got. I just said something nice about George Lucas.
0: (laughs) I have to say something mean. (laughs) Okay, I I was uh, I was a little thrown off. Um, I'm sorry.
1: I listen. Everyone has respect for the man. He's a great ideas man. And like throughout. I kind of, I kind of had that feeling. But, like, there were so many times in his, like, interviews, like, his, like, to-camera moments, where I was like, he just said nothing. Like, he said a lot of words and it was just nothing. And I was like, okay. That was a, I used a lot of air to say nothing. Cool. <laughs> um, there are a few moments of that. And then my biggest pet peeve is when someone who doesn't understand... The inner workings of creative, a certain type of creative work, goes. You could do it. Figure it out. Shut the the tauntaun noise up, George. Like that's, a, that's he did that. Not helpful.
0: In the we talked about that in like episode when he did when we were watching episode three the last time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he did the same thing, but he did it again. You're right. Like
1: he does it a lot, and. What's interesting is it worked out like they figured they did figure something out in that instance. But I'm like, how much do you just say that? And it doesn't it doesn't work out. Like, how much do you just say nothing constructive or helpful and just say, figure it out. You can do it. Shut up, man. the th- 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 Shut up. I just I get so angry. <laughs> like, I could never... I can never, I can never, I, because I'd just be like, how, George? You're supposed to be the genius here. What you're asking me to do is not possible. I'm telling you why. Stop telling me to figure it out. You silly man.
0: Should figure it out. Figure
1: it out. Ooh, ooh.
0: That's, so jumping back a little bit to episode four. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Episode four was the Return of the Jedi episode. Like we, episode three yeah. was mostly uh, Empire. Episode four was the Return of the Jedi. I think I found my people, and mm-hmm. we go pretty much the entire episode is about Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And so we figure find out about like the taunt, uh, not the tauntaun, the rancor, which I, th- I thought was super cool. Um, yeah, that was cool. and how they they made a full sized outfit for someone to wear a la Godzilla. And that has to be one of the funniest things that that they showed was this person wearing like a Rancor head but some like orange I'm guessing blue screen um yeah. like like torso and it like kind of rampaging around and I'm like that is hysterically not gonna work. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. Oh oh God no Um, it was very funny. That was very funny. But what was better, what was better, was finding out that Phil Tippett was Max Rebo.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes.
1: And that was the highlight of my day. His
0: wife or girlfriend at the time, I think, that he said walks in and goes, who's who's in Max Rebo? And that's Phil. She's like, no, that's not.
1: (laughs) No way. Can't move like that. Can't do it. I thought that was so Freaking funny, he is delightful. And finding out that this dude not only made the tauntaun and like did all this stuff that's like you know sentimental for us in our little show here—he
0: was Max Rebo, so which just, is very important. Did they did they say if he was Max Rebo in the movies or if he was I don't just know. like I don't know if he was in the movies or just like trying out the suit, kind of make sure that it worked or not. But it was hysterical that entire so funny. segment of him dancing around <laughs> in the Max Revo costume
1: that was just delightful to see I don't know if he was Max like he puppeteered him in the movie but just seeing him in the suit was freaking hysterical like it was so funny um, he is he is a light at, like he puts the light in ILM like I love that man he is so funny. I know nothing about his personal life or who he is as a human being, but what I know of him, I love. <laughs> yeah,
0: he, he was he, delightful. I think he, for me personally, he was the um, highlight of the, yeah. this entire series. I agree. Like Dennis Murin got to be a bit cocky. Um, a little bit. Uh, it, it, I mean, quite obnoxious earned. by the end of it. Well, he earned yeah. it. But it was, like, Phil Tippett also earned it, and he never displayed any cockiness. Yeah. He was always very humble. Mm-hmm. Even Joe Johnson never had any cockiness, in, at least in yeah. the series. And, like, mm-hmm. Joe Johnson seemed very, like, um, down to earth. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like he's earned it going from, like, like, drawing on some of the movies to directing his own series of movies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and um no yeah yeah like phil Tippett is uh like just a, it seems like you're right i don't know the guy personally but just from mm-hmm. this seems like i just want to hang out with that guy like listen yeah, to him I talk
1: love him oh my god oh my god to have a conversation with that guy are you kidding what a delight what a delightful what a delightful guy like he seems so sweet and that's why seeing him so sad Broke my little heart. I was like, oh my god. And like, listen, the other two guys, the animators. The like, kind of rebel guys. Who, uh... Spaz? I I won't say that. I won't say his name because I've been told that that is a very offensive word to people with like Tourette's. And like that, anyone who has like seizures. Like that. Or I was like, oh, we're just calling him that. Okay. Um, that is a recent development i believe
0: oh i have Um, a i have a good friend whose last name is Speziani. and uh, so we call her spaz well that that (laughs) makes a little
1: more sense i don't know why his name
0: was uh he was called spaz
1: yeah i have no idea but interesting guys him and his his partner whose name is escaping me that they shared the the room together um
0: i'll find it in a second
1: yeah please Clearly very good at what they do. Interesting guys. Whatever. But the whole time, I couldn't help but be like, you are being so mean to Phil. You're being so mean. This is so mean. And so freaking... Because nobody asked them. Nobody asked them to do this. Nobody asked them to make digital dinosaurs. They just did it. And they were really, really, really... Like underhanded about it with um the guy putting the, um,
0: the, the he skeleton. made the,
1: the skeleton walk and he just put it on a screen on loop because he knew Kathleen Kennedy was around. And I just loved her very like almost backhanded compliment. Like because she's so right because she was she looked at him and she's like, you're you're going to go far in this industry. Because he knew exactly what he was freaking doing. He knew, like, but it worked. Like, he's got the talent. He made it very obvious he was putting it on display. He wasn't, like, sly about it at all. Everyone knew what he was doing. She knew what he was doing. And she was like, that's, that's the kind of thing that gets you, like, gets you ahead. It worked. It worked. This underhanded... Like, probably not malicious, to give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, just saying, we can do that, and we can make it look better. To be fair, it did. (laughs) Like, it did. It, clearly, the film is what it is. It's it's one of the best looking, I mean, come on now. It's Jurassic Park. But, like, the whole time I couldn't help but be like, how are you being this mean to my boy, Phil? How are you screwing some excuse me screwing someone over so you went out of your way to do it like it's like on one hand i get it because they knew they could do it better and so they did and it ended up being the best thing for the movie so i can't i can't really fault them for it i can't but at the same time i'm like how dare you (laughs) how dare you how dare you come for my boy, Phil? How dare you ruin his job? Like, what the heck? He had it under control. And it didn't look bad, like, by any means. But, like, would Jurassic Park be the, the
0: spectacle it is? I Probably not. I don't know. Um, Mark Dippe? Dippy? Sure. Um D-I-P-P-E with a little slash over the E. So.
1: Yeah, Dippe. So
0: to pay i don't remember them saying his know. last name but no. um but mark so, yeah mark so yeah i i so to this day jurassic park is still one of the most visually appealing movies ever mm-hmm. made like they 100%. have i don't think they've surpassed jurassic park i say i saw an article that said the exact same thing it's like why is jurassic park 25 years old almost 30 30 years old 30? Oh, God. Yes, moment. it's 30, um, 30 years. Anniversary, why, yeah. Yeah. Why is Jurassic Park 30 years old and still better looking than almost every movie that's come out after it?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I, I honestly do think it is the marriage of the digital effects, the practical. And the practical effects. I mean, the practical T-Rex is legendary. Yes, absolutely. Legendary. Um, and like and the, like they highlighted
0: they highlighted things like that T-Rex stepping in the mud. Mhm. That that was fully practical. Would they have done something like that like 10 years later, early 2000s? No, that would have been digital. Yeah. And it wouldn't have looked it wouldn't have looked good. Um yeah. and so you're right. It's the fact that they couldn't rely on the computer graphics for everything. But I don't think they went into that. Like this this uh, I this this documentary made it seem like everything was a hundred percent CGI, which it wasn't. It
1: wasn't, Mm-mm. yeah.
0: And I feel like that kind of got glossed over. Yeah, the fact that there was a ton of practical effects. That yeah, we had the, the raptors. The raptor. There's the famous um Triceratops uh, picture where, yeah. where uh, Steven Spielberg's laying on the Triceratops as it, it's mm-hmm. breathing. Um, and people mm-hmm. complaining about him butchering um, these poor animals.
1: Yeah, there's um that one of the Triceratops. I don't know if there's just one, but it's on display at Universal Orlando right now. Oh, is it? Um, because they're celebrating the anniversary of Jurassic Park. They have, like, a huge, like, little, huge, huge little display. They have a a whole, like, display in a shop and a store. Yeah. Um, And the Triceratops is out, out front, like, as part of it. Um, They, all year long, have one of the Velociraptors on display as well. Um, You can see it. Oh, the, the makeup show. The, like, horror makeup show. Um, okay. the waiting room has a bunch of, like, old actual, like, effects and stuff. They have, um, the dude's head from Jaws. What's his name? Jaws? Yes. Um, in Jaws, <laughs> the guy whose head, like, comes out of the boat, and they're like, oh my god, it's Ben, Ben something. Oh, I
0: don't re- I, I've seen that movie once, and it was a long time ago. Oh, I ago. love, th-
1: I love that movie. Um, yeah, they have, like, his head, Ben Gardner. <sighs> I got it. They have Ben Gardner's head from Jaws. They have a full um, Velociraptor. Just like from behind glass. But like from Jurassic Park. Like There's stuff there. If you go to Universal Hollywood and Orlando, you can see actual dinosaurs from Jurassic Park. Just proving that like, you know what I mean. But yeah. Um, Listen, even going on those rides, those animatronics look great because that's the t-rex was an animatronic
0: yeah well that's like so, i've yeah. never been to universal that it's one of those things like i want to go but there's um there's problematic things in universal oh <laughs> like, uh, yes
1: there sure are um that said i'm going in three months so i can report back but yeah yep i'm going around horror nights so I'm i'm very excited about that
0: oh yeah the but three yes. months would be september
1: Yes, yep. mm-hmm. late September, early October. That'll be I'll fun. Be yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: on my list. Like, I really, I want to do. I think I don't think the family would enjoy the Jurassic Park stuff, but I. That's it's fun. obviously it's it's really like, cool. Like I, I wanted to be a paleontologist before Jurassic Park.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: after Jurassic Park, it was like, yeah, this is happening.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's so cool.
0: So that's a. I I did find the clip of the dinosaurs um of the guy falling
1: (laughs) sorry (laughs) that was was really loud (laughs) it's Um, hysterical it's it shouldn't be funny i feel really bad for him he broke his like that's sad still funny i'm sure he thinks it's funny i think
0: it's the commentary after where you're right it's like there's a policy at ilm where we're not allowed to be dinosaurs anymore
1: (laughs) yeah yeah very funny no one "Ah, put a stop to it oops (laughs) Big oop. Uh, Whoops.
0: So So the second episode was kind of the middle ground between Return of the Jedi and Jurassic Park. So you got about 10 years in there.
1: Yeah, we should probably talk about that, I guess.
0: Well, I think the the big thing that I really liked out of that um, was the morphing that they did.
1: (gasps) That is so funny that everyone spells morphing wrong,
0: allegedly. That's it. He's like we spelt it with a f. Everyone else spells it with a ph. They're wrong. (laughs)
1: Like okay, did you invent the word, buddy?
0: Because morphological, like I'm pretty sure. I'm
1: metamorphosis. Yeah, that's
0: ph. That's the word. That's the word. Pretty sure metamorphosis and morphological, those are older than you are. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: Found that very funny, um, but yes, go on, Jim. Sorry.
0: So I I liked so in these early days of morphing with an F, um, mm-hmm. they couldn't do like the, the the everything that they wanted to with the 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 CGI. So they needed mm-hmm. to make middle ground animals, and I thought that was super cool. They're like, oh, what was the the um, the goat? Was the goat. They're like the goat needed- to the
1: ostrich was. So- so cool
0: they're like, like i didn't
1: ever think that the head shape was similar and then they like showed it and i was like
0: whoa 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 like, it's so cool well they're like we need to make a goat that is identical to the goat on set like you mm-hmm. better hope that goat doesn't die um yeah. because it takes a while to make these bottles so like so yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they made the goat but they also need to make the neck extend i'm like why so do you need cool. to make the oh that's why cuz you need to morph it into the ostrich. Mm-hmm. And like you're watching like the middle shots and like and their final outcome you're like that's actually really cool.
1: <laughs> it was so dope. It was really really cool. Now does it if you put that in a movie now would everyone go that's the stupidest looking thing on the planet? Yes. It did not look great. But for the time, are you kidding? That's think- so cool.
0: Actually, I think their test footage that they were showing in the documentary looked better than the final footage Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: they kept showing some of the test footage. And I'm like, that looks really good. And then they show the final. And I'm like, no, like you used the wrong take. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's funny because I always I've seen the young Sherlock Holmes um, stained glass window thing. Yes, so much, but I've always seen it pointed out as like this was the beginning. Look how bad it is. Like that's that's how I've seen it pointed out. Not in this like, oh yeah, that worked. I've never seen anyone say that that worked. It's very interesting.
0: I don't think it looked bad because you're also like it bad. But the thing that I think people are highlighting, like you get the side shot and you're like that doesn't look great. But then you keep in mind, it's stained glass. You're supposed glass. to be able to mm-hmm. see through it. Correct. Yeah. And correct. I think that is the problem people aren't understanding. Yeah. Like they I, it, Yes. It's doing what they wanted it to do.
1: Oh, definitely. Definitely. I just thought it was interesting to see it in that context. Yes. Right. And not be like pointed at as like, oh, my God, look at look at this. Cause as soon as you're like, yeah, it's a stained glass window. You do not. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah.
0: And, and like the way they described it, where it's like all the lead is removed, yes. and so all these pieces yes. have to be apart. And I'm like it mm-hmm. worked perfect for us because it's exactly yeah. what we could do at the time. Yeah. And I'm like, this is cool. Oh, that's really cool.
1: It actually was. Yeah, yeah. That was that was very interesting for sure.
0: You're right. Like that, I I found that one to be eye opening. Kind of like yeah. I never thought of it. I you're right. I've seen them mention the Sherlock Holmes because that's the first CGI character that we've ever had.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And no, it's no Jar Jar. <laughs> take it away. Take it how you leave it, the the Jar Jar is yeah. absolutely amazing. Um
1: it, yeah, Jar Jar is kind of incredible.
0: Uh but like um yeah, it it, it was really cool. You know, you know what kind of broke me a little? What um, uh, the woman who did the baby talking, um, she made a commercial where the baby yes. looked like it was talking, and ILM yes. is like, we want you to work for us. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she left her husband <laughs> to go yeah. work at ILM, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, like yeah, that that one that one kind of hurt me. I'm like, that's. Like not that yeah. she left her husband, but that her husband didn't go with her, like what I like yeah. I understand people have their own lives, but it was like, yeah, that's
1: yeah, the fact that she had to make that choice was very sad. um but I was just sitting there going, she just made her friggin dream come true, and that's amazing that's that's pretty amazing, but you'd you'd hope that your partner would be like, "Great, I'm coming with you. Yeah, that's what I like, yeah, that's yeah. heartbreaking.
0: Like I moved for my wife's work. I like yeah. I, yeah, it's just I that's obviously I don't know anything about their personal life other than literally what right. we've said.
1: Right. Who knows? Who knows um, what was
0: going on? I just that that, that kind of that, that made me feel sad. I'm like, yes, yeah, I that like sad. I'm but she oh, I wish I need to find out her name. Um like she she really like you're right, she made her career like I L M, like as as they were saying, like ILM was the the pinnacle of creativity. Yeah. At this time, um, especially because it was such a small company doing such huge things. Yeah. I cannot find her name. I
1: also thought while you're looking for that, um, I thought some of the stories. I joked before about like, oh, we got another life story. Holy crap! Because there because there were so many like that. But the story about the couple who met in the model shop and then like got like got together and like went through the model shop together and then started doing the CG stuff and then they brought the guy back to work on the Mandalorian and he was like every year something like this pops up that they might need models they might uh, and then it never happens and this one happened and I was like oh man like that's great that's super cool um, there are a lot of very interesting characters like that in this in this series because yeah it's like everyone who worked there had this like big personality it seemed or at least those are the people they highlighted um but yeah it was it was super interesting that bit was super interesting
0: it, it was it, and like we said it we lose a lot of the big personalities that came after after jurassic park so i found her name uh ellen poon um and I do, I do like these latter episodes because you had mentioned it before. It was an all boys club. They occasionally yeah. mentioned the women that were involved, but it seemed like they, they didn't make the highlights. There was a lot more women highlighted in these last three episodes, which yes. I, I liked. Um, especially mm-hmm. like then we start getting into the um, like Ellen Poon was um, from Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and we uh, we found out more about. Um, Oh, uh, his name's escaping me. Doug Chang, mm-hmm. who uh, who is huge, like like literally like like basically, Doug Chang took over everything that <sighs> names are getting terrible. Who um the, the 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 idea drawer from the uh, the uh, OT.
1: Oh oh oh, yes. I don't know his name, but I, yes.
0: Yeah. Um. Why can I not? Um, there's
1: a lot of names in this like yes, a lot yes. of names
0: ralph mccrory so oh, yes. yes
1: ralph MacQuarie.
0: so yes so doug uh, doug chang basically took over the ralph McCory role mm-hmm.
1: but since
0: mm-hmm. a lot of this happened post jurassic park we only kind of get glimpses yeah. of these people and then like like doug chang i feel like could have been a lot more integral in um episode seven that didn't happen yeah
1: yeah 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 but you're exactly right like you kind of see that boys club start to get a little bit just a little bit more diverse in terms of gender for sure um yeah and you just kind of see that that expand a little bit but what i thought was really interesting we only have like a few minutes but the pixar story thought it was really really interesting that ilm Created this machine. Called Pixar. And then that group wanted to be an animation studio. So he sold it to Steve Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> and then guess what? Disney I- now owns both Lucasfilm and Pixar.
0: Pixar. Yeah. <laughs> and As two like, separate wow, entities they too.
1: <laughs> came back together. A little. It's just interesting. That's so. It just kind of shows you that. The entertainment industry is all just like it's one freaking thing and that like that's i wonder how many
0: people like i knew that pixar was originally a george lucas thing i had no
1: idea you didn't I know that i had no idea mm if i that, did i forgot if i once knew it it's gone
0: yeah that was one of those things like cuz it was 80s like you're yeah. looking at like at least 5 years before toy story ever came out that um that Pixar was under George Lucas before they did anything besides that, that that prototype animation. Um, But yeah, I found it interesting. He's like, yeah, they wanted to do cartoons or something. So I just sold them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Fair enough. Like let them do what they want to do. Like let them spread their wings, I guess. Um, But he knew, he knew that wasn't his game.
0: Oh yeah. Fair enough. Despite basically it is. Yeah, kind of CGI is basically lifelike animation.
1: Yeah, yes, you're right. But yeah, he didn't want to make like Toy Story. Let let them do it over there.
0: Yeah, and it's like Pixar has turned out some of the best movies ever made.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah, Pixar is Pixar. Just Pixar. Just Pixar. Great stuff.
0: All right, I think that's most of what i had like i said it's yeah i don't know why it feels so long
1: yeah i don't know because but like it my really did
0: like i i mentioned the same thing i said to you um that it like took 47 hours to watch this documentary yeah and she's like it must not have been interesting i'm like it was fascinating but i don't know why it just feels so long like like, literally, I'm like, this has to be almost over. How is there still 20 minutes out of a 60 minute episode yeah. still left to go? I feel like I've been watching this for days. <laughs> yeah, for real. And I don't know if it's because it's dense.
1: I it, excuse me. <gasps> yes, I think it is. Because, like, it is very, there's a lot going on. It's very heavy. It's very, um, I don't know. There's not a lot of filler there's not a lot of it's just like this is what happened and like i don't know it's it is very dense dense is the perfect word for it
0: you also get a lot of it's not consistent so like i said episode mm-hmm. four was the return of the jedi episode it's not just the return of the jedi episode because they cover other mm-hmm. stuff like episode mm-hmm. six is not just the jurassic park episode because like we said we mm-hmm. cover everything past jurassic park for the last 20 mm-hmm. minutes so like jurassic park is like the middle, like, maybe 30 minutes of it. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it feels like it could be a lot more shorter episodes if you just broke it out by context. Like, just do Return of the Jedi as an episode. It would be a lot shorter, a lot more concise. Um, And then, like, the next one, like, I I, I don't know if, like, it's the way it's arranged makes it feel longer. But, yeah, it's... Mm -hmm. I don't even want to say it's a struggle to get through, the struggle to remain awake.
1: <laughs> it's very interesting and it's well-made. It's just a lot to do all at once.
0: Yeah. Like, I think if we were doing this one a week, it would be a lot different.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: All right. But that's all I got. Mm-hmm. I Ow, prob- me too. I could probably say more like the woman sticking her finger into the water. Google that, um, that still disturbs me
1: and oh, then yeah, tasting I hate it
0: that. and then tasting it
1: Mhm. what freaking abyss is that
0: abyss that's abyss i've never seen abyss i remember hearing about it though um you yeah, know you just tasted that person's face
1: yeah oh. i i it always <laughs> felt like a, i don't know the plot of this film i don't know anything about it but to me that just felt so sinister you know, like I was like, there, this thing is Lecter trying to- <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just felt like this thing is trying to lull you into a false sense of security. Is like the vibe I get from that thing, and like it's sticking its tongue out and smiling at her. I'm like, no, 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 no,
0: I'm just disturbed know. that she stuck her finger in its face and then tasted that's her finger.
1: Very it's stupid, yeah.
0: Seawater. Like, no. No. Now it's inside of you and ew also.
1: Also, can I say who says seawater? When you say salt water,
0: yeah. like I just don't
1: know. I just don't know if that's like Is seawater taste
0: differently than salt water? Like
1: I don't think so. How do you know it's I don't know. I don't know. It felt, it the whole bit just
0: made me very uncomfortable.
1: I have never seen though, so no I look
0: how we're talking about like the context of the movie when we literally have no idea about the context no. of the movie it's
1: out <laughs> of context, that's what it feels like it's very weird.
0: it is that's very how. weird, so all right, I think that's it, yeah, if you want to. Interact with us or follow us. You can find us on Twitter at Talkin' Tauntauns. You can email us at Talkin' Tauntauns or Talkin' Tauntauns at AIPTcomics.com. Something, ats, lots of ads. Uh-huh. You can join our Patreon through AIPTcomics and join us on Discord. You can leave us a five-star review in all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And with that... I believe we'll see you next week. Uh, plans are up in the air at the moment, but we will—we'll um, be here if we w- if we will, or if mm-hmm. we can. If we—if you hear from us, we will be here. If not, then I'll we lie. are not. Yep. Great. <laughs> Master of the Obvious. Right. Bye.